When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. James Regan from News Hub joins us. G'day, James. How are you doing? G'day. Yeah, yeah, really good, mate. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. You're winding down for Christmas. How, how, how's that looking? How many days you got left? Yeah, winding down. Two days to go. We're still uh, still on deck here at News Hub Sport. But, uh, yeah, definitely looking forward to a bit of a break, mate. Can't wait. Can't wait, mate. Can't wait. Well, I'll tell you, uh, I think we're only 10 weeks away from the uh, next NRL season starting. It creeps up on you. Not too far away. And, and yesterday we saw Ben Murdoch Masilla released from the Warriors. Um, and I wanted to talk to you about uh, how the Warriors are looking because uh, the squad, it seems to be, is light on props. We keep letting props go and signing second rowers is how I read it. Uh, I'm not sure how you get it, but... Uh, these are the players that we've lost for next season. Uh, so you and Aitken, Dejan Arce, uh, Leighton Finau, Jackson Fry, Alicia Katoa, Matt Lodge obviously went during the season, Jack Murchie, Cody Nicarima, Aaron Penne, um, Ash Taylor, Reese Walsh. Um, there's a few other um, guys who never really played top level for us uh, who have uh, have mm. gone as well. Um, and then you look at who we've brought in. The Kipu boys uh, signed through to 24, who may be ones for the future. Mitch Barnett will go straight in now, you'd think. The Mighty Martin, Charles Nickel Clockstead, uh, Marata Niakore, Dylan Walker. Um, where are you with the Warriors at the moment and the squad that we have as it stands going into 2023? Yeah, it's a funny one because especially over the past year and, and maybe 18 months, it's been kind of this massive revolving door of players, hasn't it? And you just listed off the names. I'm sure there's a couple more that kind of have gone and, and come and gone. Um, I think the the names you just mentioned they brought in, the likes of especially Tamari Martin, uh, Mitch Barnett, uh, Charles Nickel Klockstad, I think that they're, they're good pickups, right? Like Tamari, it's clear that he's going to be playing in the halves with Sean. Charles, I think... I think Chance is a remarkable pickup and a good bit of business, seeming as they were always going to lose Reese Walsh. Um, and so to bring Chance in straight away, watching him for the Kiwis, he he just goes for it. It doesn't matter where you put him. He will run and he will run until he is literally broken. And, and to have someone like that at your club, I think it's great. Um, in terms of the makeup of, of the squad, it, it's decent, I think. The, there's... On paper, they're not going to set the world alight, but the NRL is a really com- competitive market. I think it's what you do and what Andrew Webster does with those players in terms of getting the very best out of them, which is going to be the key. Um, and it's going to be things like the really basic stuff that we've been really frustrated with, with with the Warriors over the past couple of years in terms of their resilience, especially when they're up against it. Are they going to just crumble or are they actually going to hold pretty firm? And things like basic errors, you know, um, kicking out on the full when they when they don't need to, all that all that kind of stuff. So, the squad on paper I think is decent. It's how Andrew Webster now gets them together and goes right, boys. This is a massive reset for the club. This is how we're going to play. Uh, and 
basically you're either with us or you're not. Uh, but I think the players he's brought in uh, are really, really decent uh, players. And having guys like, uh, especially like Tamani and Chance, who Kiwi boys and they're, they're just going to go for it, I think they're, they're great pickups in particular. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm not too worried about our halves and our creativity. I mean, when you've got guys like Voltman and, and Metcalf who can come in as well, you know, Dylan Walker can play six as well um, if we need him to. Uh, I know he's been he's been penciled in as a as the the number fourteen for the season. Uh, what I do look at this and worry about from a Warriors perspective is the ability to to, to eat yards and to and to punch holes. Uh, we just don't seem to have those yeah. players. You know, the the big boppers who can, you know, every time you give them the ball, you know that that you know they're going to break a tackle. Um, we've got Aiden Fenua Blake, of course, but he's he's one man. Yeah, 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 and that's right. And I think the way they've kind of done their business over the past few weeks and you mentioned yesterday obviously letting Ben Murdoch with Sela go maybe speaks to they are looking at bringing a, a big player in and not, not big in terms of physicality or, or anything like that but a, a player they need to put quite a bit of money into um, but also the, the, the forward pack I agree that we probably could do with another prop um, but you and hearing Andrew Webster speak about it, you need players who can play in a couple of positions and you need players, no matter what position they're in, who are fast and mobile and have great leg speed. So the game is potentially moving away and we've seen it over the past couple of years from just big boys who can run up the middle. We've still got a couple of those. Bunty F4, I think, had a great season last year. But you need players who can play in a couple of positions and who can really last a good, decent amount of minutes if they need to. I like Ben Minoff-Masila. I thought he was great for the Warriors when he wasn't um, battling an injury. But he's kind of one of those players now who, if you can pick up someone who's a bit more mobile, a bit quicker, then you, you, you maybe are. And I think Murata Niakore is a great example of that. He, I think, is a great pickup. I'd like to see him play in the centres because I think we're a bit vulnerable there. But you've also got him as a forward option uh, as a second row as well so it may be yeah the, the latest kind of couple of players that they've let go maybe speaks to the cap space and hopefully they're looking to spend a bit of money on a really good uh, forward but there's certainly a, a decent balancing act that needs to go on in terms of you've got these bigger guys who can just as you say break a tackle and really kind of set the tone but you also need really mobile players in the game at the moment as well because it is it is just so fast and it's so intense. Yeah, there was some news coming out of Australia uh, that there was a current Kiwi test forward uh, who was, you know, in talks with uh, the Warriors about coming back mm-hmm. to New Zealand. Uh, I've heard uh, Corey um, Howard and Naira was that that player, um, but then Martin Thapau is also available on a free um, I don't know if you've heard anything. Uh, do you think either of those names would make a difference for the Warriors at this stage? Yeah, it's funny. I, I definitely heard that, and there was a bit of a rumour going around, but it was all kind of a bit hush-hush, and it was one of those things, especially when it comes to the Warriors, it's like, oh, is this actually for real, or is it just maybe a player looking to um, do some business and hike their own price up by, you know, managers putting out rumours, whatever. Um, but I think... Definitely, you, you look at the list of players who are potentially available for free, like Amadi Tapao, and you go, let's, let's just get one of those in and, and see how they go. Um, because they, they obviously, you know, maybe pass their best, but 
that experience as well of someone like Marty Papau would be invaluable for a team that needs to really... Um, they, they need some cool heads on the field. They need some experience um, in certain places. Not saying Marty Papau is the answer to the Warriors' issues, but someone like him, I think, would be a really good fit. And if they can get someone who has international experience, Kiwis experience, that would be amazing. Um, but, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of a really tough market as well because everyone wants that player who's going to kind of give them that experience. But there are a lot of players available on a free. So, mm. yeah, get out there and <laughs> do some business. Still a, still a case of watch this space, do you think? I mean, letting Ben Murdoch-Masilla go, uh, he's gone and signed immediately with the Dragons, I think, on a multi-year deal. He only had one year left with us. Um it does say it does suggest that maybe we are looking at freeing up some uh, some cap space at the Warriors. Uh, Maranta Niakore, I like as a player. I'm, I mean, I'm an Eels fan, right? And so, and I, I rate him as a Sikoroa. <laughs> I, I just think in the centres he can get caught on the outside for pace a bit. So I would rather have you know um, either one of the kids in, in Volkman or Metcalf playing alongside Johnson with Tamari Martin at fullback and push Chans into the into the centres, or or maybe just start Dylan in the centres. Um, uh, what are your thoughts on that? How do you think it'll go? And, and do you think we're going to continue to see Jazz Tavanga as a prop? Yeah, I, I mean, the good thing about everything you just said is um, we've got options, right, which is a really good place to be in. So, for example, if Chance goes down, Tamari can easily slot in there and we can put someone else in the halves, which is an amazing position to be in. No matter the, the kind of calibre of the players, to have options and to have a bit of versatility, I think, especially with the game, the way the game is now, is, is a massive, massive bonus. The reason I say maybe put Murata in the centres is because we were we were quite exposed in the centres last season, and that became really apparent. And it's kind of how thin do you want to stretch everyone? There are a couple of young kids coming up who have a lot of good potential. Um, I think the the way Andrew Webster lines up the outside backs and the centres is, is going to be really interesting. Um, and I don't think he'll be afraid to throw a kid in there and go, you've had a good pre-season, mate, now show us what you can do. Do you want the spot or not? Which is, a, I think, another really good position to be in. I would just like to see, and it was the same uh, kind of argument we had last year, last season with you and Aiken. Do you put him in the centres knowing that he's going to be really solid and that side is going to be quite short up? Or do you put him in the forwards? Um, where he's also really good. So I think it'll be interesting to see which path Andrew Webster goes down. But regardless, there is versatility there, which can only be a good thing. It can only be a good thing. All right, James. Hey, before we let you go, mate, we um, after midday, uh, we're going to do a bit of chat around uh, your go-to Christmas foods, barbecue tips, that sort of thing, because um, we do have a Charmate Colt 48 smoker and barbie to give away thanks to Ava Living for our uh, caller of the month. But uh, in the Regan household, what's your... What's your go-to Christmas uh, Christmas feed? Is it is it meats? Is it barbecue? Is it roast? What do you do? Yeah, we're, we're a, a roast. Um, I'm a massive fan of a roast all year round. In fact, that would probably be my death row meal. Would be a roast. So we're going to go a roast lamb with all the all the trimmings. You roast potatoes, your Yorkshire puddings, uh, veggies, the lot. So. Uh, and I think the key to that is also having a really good gravy as well. A thick gravy that ties it all together because I think if you've got a dug gravy, just wash the whole thing out. That's rubbish. Mm. But, yeah, a roast lamb for us. Roast. That would be, be the one. Yeah. And, and, I mean, I, what do you pair that with, mate? What are you, what's, what's watching that down on Christmas Day? 
depends what time we eat, I've got to say. Um, usually, I don't know, maybe, maybe a nice rosé or something. Or, to be honest, with the dinner, with the Christmas dinner, no messing around, just stay on the waters, keep it clean, and then have a few beers afterwards or yeah. before, depending on what time you're eating. Yeah, keep the palate clean. I like it. I like what you're saying. That's nice. right. That's right. Nice no stuff. messing around. <laughs> All good, James. Hey, listen, <laughs> thanks very much for coming on, mate. Always good to chat. Go well. Enjoy your Christmas. Thank you, mate. You too. Thanks for having me this year. It's been awesome.